Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Welcome to Con Air. I hate you. <laughs> um, why are you like this? <laughs> Probably because I saw Con Air so much when I was a kid. Did you watch it a bunch? <laughs> it's like a TBS movie. It's like one of those movies that would be on. <laughs> so, first of all, I don't think this was ever on TBS. <laughs> Yeah, it was, absolutely. Word. Yeah. <laughs> this seems a little risque for TBS. Not really. I don't know. I also didn't watch much TBS. There's, like, not even that much language in this movie, to be perfect. It's a little, it's a little violent. <laughs> or are you referring to Johnny 23? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which just is in the TBS version. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, um, hi, this is what, why do you like this? Jesus Christ. This is already going great. Um, we watched Con Air this week. We watched Con Air and our continuing exploration of the career of Nicholas Kim Coppola. <laughs> what a hell of a name. AKA Nick Cage. Um, yeah, I also discovered, um, as I was setting up today, cause I, I usually pull up the Wikipedia for the movie that mm. we're talking about just so I can have it for reference. Um, yeah. that apparently it's on Disney plus. Is it? Allegedly, I didn't fact check that, but like I checked to see where it was streaming, and it didn't come up on Disney Plus. I couldn't find it anywhere, but like I don't think I'd be shocked if it was because what company released this? Um, I'm gonna double check was right it a now. Buena Vista, because that's a Disney. Boop 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 boop. Uh, Touchstone and Bruckheimer Films, which but he's like all up in Disney, so like. Yeah, well, he's all over the place. He's all up in Disney now because he uh, produced the Pirates movies. Well, yeah, he also, I mean, National Treasure and its subsidiaries are on yeah. Disney, which we watched that on the 4th of July as we as we do. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I know you hate it. I 1991 Captain America movie. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. Um, is that worth watching? A true joy. Uh, I, sit, hold up on that. We'll, we'll probably watch it in some future. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to put a cork in that. Um, but in that, uh -huh. on that note, uh -huh. to start this off... Let's just for a lick of context. Yes. We're in the year 1997. Yes, I was a ripe young three-year-old. And I want to explore at least a theory I have about Nicolas okay. Cage's hair and mm -hmm. ripped ass body in this movie. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I really am because his hair, just in general, uh -huh. period, just. Every I film is an adventure yes. with Nick Cage's hair. Um, and as someone who considers themselves to be a very amateur cosmetologist, uh -huh. um, it is actually mind-baffling to me, like, how his hair does things. <laughs> um, and I'm sure that in this film, and I think we're going to get there, I think there's some extensions going on. Yes. <laughs> but I think, um, like, extensions not that were not in just for this movie. And no. I explain that mm -hmm. presently. So we had them, like, permanently installed, not just, like, yeah, they were there. Right. They were there to stay. <laughs> they were there for a long time and a good time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, Moving on. So we're in the year 1997. Uh -huh. We are pretty firmly in the trajectory of Warner Brothers trying desperately to reboot Superman. Oh, you're so, correct. We, we did briefly touch on this last week. Uh, post Tim Burton's Batman. Um, studios are trying to figure out the comic book movie thing. We're in the year Batman and Robin would come out, mm -hmm. fail spectacularly, and kind of kill comic book movies. Yes. <laughs> in, um, in a large scale. Yeah, and um, if anyone's interested in our take on that, there's a episode on that five million years ago. Yes. Season two somewhere. <laughs> Anyways. But for that major chunk of, the, chunk of the 90s, they're trying to reboot Superman. This is post-Christopher Reeves' accident. 
Although he probably wouldn't have been part of a reboot anyway. That's like, he like fell off a horse and broke his back, right? He broke his neck. He ah. was paralyzed from the neck down. He was doing um, horse jumping. <laughs> As rich people do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I think that was like a, a pretty like a pretty big hobby of his. He was also like he was super into He was a horse girl is what you're telling me. Unpowered flight like uh gliders. What? Oh oh so like the thing where you like jump off like a No, a but thing, it's in a, like, a like in a plane. Like a, a plane without an engine, basically. Hold on. Kinda I, like I Snake Plissken at the beginning of Escape from New York. I haven't seen that, so that that uh, reference was lost on me. Um uh, but he was just, yeah, he was a guy who was just, like, into shit like that, I guess. Oh, but. these things. I had to Google search that. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Those things are weird. Yeah. Also, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, he was Superman. Apparently not. <laughs> he broke his whole ass neck. Rude. Too rude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Insert shrug emoji Leave here. Leave Christopher Reeve alone. I mean, a lot of people are now. A true ass hero. <laughs> Sorry, I... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. As you were. <laughs> um, so they would, uh, they had probably five or six different versions of the same mm-hmm. movie. They really wanted to bring this, the Death of Superman story to the screen. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, by this point, they had hired Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. uh, who was, like, at the peak of his sort of, like, indie transforming into a more mainstream movie career. Like, okay. this would have been right after Chasing Amy, and mm-hmm. he would have been about to make Dogma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, he, all movies I haven't seen, but I've, I'm familiar he, with. He was taking general meetings at Warner Brothers, and he, they let him read the script for Superman that they were contemplating, and he gave them a lot of feedback where he was like this, because he's a big comic book guy. Right. He was like, this is stupid. This is dog shit. Did you pay somebody to write this? Can you get the money back? Oh, no. <laughs> And then they were just like, well, what would you do? And he wrote, like, an outline. He's like, literally anything else. <laughs> uh, called Superman Lives. Uh, oh, so he was not trying to kill him off. If you want some, like, really fun... Co- no, he dies and comes back. That's the story of oh. Superman and Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Disappear here. So in the Superman comics beginning. in the early 90s, Superman, you know, his sales weren't that good. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, people thought of him as an old-fashioned hero. They mm-hmm. did a story called the death of superman where uh doomsday this big monster <laughs> kills superman and then he's gone for like a year and during that year they had this story called reign of the superman where there are these four other characters that all claim to be the real superman reincarnated will the real superman please stand up and then finally superman came back okay got so it So they want to do a story kind of like that nobody ever tries to adapt the like four other supermen really because <laughs> um, it's kind of just a crazy comic book thing. I feel like that would like take a lot of work to like pull off. You would need like two or three movies. I was gonna say I don't think you could fit that into even three hours. <laughs> but the character Steel, I don't know if you remember uh, like trailers or anything from that movie with Shaq. He's in like a big metal suit. <laughs> Literally no. <laughs> so they made a movie out of the character Steel, but removed all the Superman. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a DC Iron Man. Uh, His name is John Henry Irons. Get out. He wears a steel <laughs> I suit. Hate it here. <laughs> And they made a movie with Shaq, but he was one of those characters. And there's also like Superboy, who's like a young teenage clone of Superman. He was like super 90s with a high top fade and an earring and a leather jacket with a Superman S on it. Hold on, I just Googled this like Shaq Steel movie. Yeah. <laughs> the costume is wild. I know. <laughs> and honestly, like the poster is just insane. It's insane. <laughs> anyway. Another movie I watched on TBS a lot. Uh, it came out, I think, the same year as this movie. <laughs> Do you have a therapist? <laughs> No, but this is why. Okay, got it. I came out perfect because... <laughs> because of Shaq. Yeah. Shaq shaped you as a man. 
Shack shame. <laughs> Did I just shack shame you? Because I learned shack fu. What? There is a video game for the Sega Genesis called Shaq Fu. I quit. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't, because Shaq a, really had a moment. There's a tournament fighting game. <laughs> was it Shaq, like, saying, like, finish him? <laughs> uh, I think he was just one of the characters. Fuck. That's annoying. He should have been all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> just him in different outfits. Yeah. <laughs> like a Big Mama's House situation. Hundo P. Uh, Sold. I will buy every copy. <laughs> So Kevin Smith writes this script. If you want some like awesome context about what Warner Brothers was doing and some hilarious stories about famous producer John Peters that we've talked about a little bit on this mm-hmm. show, uh, you can y- look up on YouTube Kevin Smith Superman. He tells an awesome story that I'm not going to steal from. I'm go- I'm writing this down so I can Google it. It's fucking hilarious. It's the best Kevin Smith content in existence is him telling the story about writing the Superman movie and working with John Peters. Copy that. Uh, but he writes a draft, mm-hmm. and based on his draft, they get Tim Burton mm-hmm. to sign up. And like for Warner Brothers, they're like, oh, Tim Burton, uh, comic book. He made Batman. <laughs> we like him. Yeah. We, we like comic book. We like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he our friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Tim Burton, like, he likes the idea of doing Superman for the same reasons that he liked the idea of doing Batman. He's like, oh, it's the story of a weird outsider. Like, he's an alien. He doesn't belong here. Right. He feels different. He feels strange. <laughs> So this he is throws me now. Kevin Smith's draft away and brings his own writer on. Of course he does. But he also, um, that draft also gets Nick Cage's attention because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like deep cut comic book shit in it. And as we've discussed, Nick Cage, fat nerd. Nick Cage is a big fat nerd, big fat Superman nerd. Oh, specifically, I didn't his realize that. His son is named Kal-El. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christ. Which for anybody who doesn't know, Superman's a Kryptonian name. If anyone doesn't know that in the year 2022... Just fuck off. You know who didn't know that was the producer of the Superman movie? Of course not. Which well, Kevin w- Smith will talk about in his story. Excellent. <laughs> so he um, puts the name in the script, and the guy's like, wait, who the fuck is this? Stop. <laughs> um, I'm going to see if I can find the like YouTube link to this and it's put it great. in the like, show I notes. highly recommend watching it. It's long. It's like maybe a half hour, but it's hilarious. I'm, I'm noting to myself to add this to the show notes, so if it's not there, someone tweet at me and yell at me. I'm yeah. back on Twitter. <laughs> but... For whatever that's We all worth. knew it was coming. Well, Elon backed out. And, um, to out. Well, correct. And, <laughs> um, you, you know, um, the internet famous Mark Medina, um, Amanda's oh, husband, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had tweeted, he like quote tweeted uh, one of the articles that had announced it uh-huh. and said, like, oh, I think this is the first time Elon Musk has ever pulled out of anything. <laughs> but then HuffPost took that and wrote a whole article on his tweet and like featured a bunch of other tweets. <laughs> so he had to like private like all the social media because i guess people were like coming at him that's pretty funny yeah sorry mark love you buddy <laughs> but, uh, like literally it was just like oh yeah mark Medi- or, uh, ign's mark medina like uh, and then da 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 about elon musk i was like oh no <laughs> really he's the only one taking shots at elon musk online apparently like or i guess the only person with like a, you know a decent following he's got mm. like good you know s- several thousand followers hmm. um big podcast boy um anyways good for him i know um, give us a shout-out, fucker. <laughs> no, just kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> Nobody should. I take it back. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> um, I just, I just. Okay, so anyways, um, Nick Cage is like, hey, what up? Yeah, so he's just like, oh, I am interested in this, and I'm into uh, Tim Burton doing it, mm-hmm. and I'm into this conception of Superman as a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of footage online now of test footage of them for Suits, because uh, this movie went all the way up to almost starting shooting. 
Oh, like, shit. this movie almost got me. I'll see if I can find those YouTube clips, too, and link them, because mm-hmm. I think that would be funny. But the concept of Superman at this time in mm-hmm. comic books, he had long hair. Superman in the 90s had Bold. long hair. Bold choice. Um, and so <laughs> Nick Cage's Superman was going to have 90s Superman long hair. Lit. That so, brings us full circle. Nick Cage was about to start shooting Superman at this time. Before Hence, got pulled. More muscular than we've seen him before. Yes. And uh, weird long hair. Okay, that that does explain a lot. Because I was like, I feel like this is like, I mean, you know, being in prison for what? The better part of 10 years. Like, I... Eight years. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you know, I could see that we're, you might fancy... But finally, this boy is coming home. <laughs> All the accents this man does. Coming home Insane. forever. <laughs> Um, but I can see how you're like, yo, fuck it, let me grow my hair out. Like, But he's still shaving? Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, You know, there's a lot of pro wrestlers that also have that same look. <laughs> <laughs> the long, like, kind of, like, is it wet or is it greasy hair? <laughs> and uh, in the wrestling, it's usually just wet. But um, <laughs> Only your Undertaker knows for sure. Facts. <laughs> um, but, no, like, that was kind of the vibe it gave me. It was like... <laughs> WWE superstar. He does. That's um, actually really funny. <laughs> so, um, you know, if Mr. McMahon is looking for someone, I, I have your guy. <laughs> I mean, he might be a little little old now. I would love to see Nick Cage. That would get me to watch wrestling if they're like, Nick Cage is going to be on. Honestly? He's got a body slam. Anybody? Somebody. I can't name a wrestler post-1998. I'm sorry. Um, if it's any consolation, <laughs> I couldn't think of anybody current either, other than John Cena, and I don't think I'd want to see that. I forgot John Cena was a wrestler. <laughs> I think he forgets he's a wrestler. <laughs> the other day... To me, he's just Peacemaker, baby. <laughs> um, so, Zach's a big WWE nerd. Uh-huh. Um, has been since it was the WWF. <laughs> and, um, you know, so he watches, like, all the big pay-per-views and all the... Like, we had we have the WWE network when it was a standalone thing. Yeah. Um, and now it's absorbed into one of those fuckers. Yeah. I think Peacock. Uh, maybe Paramount, something with P. Um, but so anytime it's on, I'm like, I need you to give me a look of context for what the fuck's going on. Uh. Um, he gave me the whole like backstory on John Cena, and that's kind of a wild ride. I'm not gonna get into it right now because I'm gonna fuck it up. <laughs> but um, honestly, the like ride he's taken to now, just full fledged stardom, yeah. is kind of awesome and good for him. Yeah, I think I like John Cena. I think he's cool. He's yeah. not in this movie. Absolutely not. Not even close. <laughs> he could He could be. He very well could have been. This movie's got a pretty wild cast. The wildest cast, I think, out of anything we've seen in a while. Let's talk about it. Let's unpack this movie. Oh, yeah. Now that we've okay. alluded to it a, hu- a hundred different ways. So this is the story of Cameron Poe, mm-hmm. Army Ranger. Yes. Uh, the movie starts with his honorable discharge <laughs> from the United States Armed Forces. Yes. Uh, he's coming back to Alabama. As all good men do. To meet his uh, pregnant wife, yes. Monica Potter. <laughs> That's facts. I cannot remember her character's actual name. Um, I can Something tell you. Something Poe. <laughs> <laughs> what? No way. Um, I'm looking it up because now I'm uh, Trisha. 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 <laughs> and Casey. <laughs> um, also, just like sidebar, um, Trisha Yearwood, How Do I Live?, is a forever bop. I sent, <laughs> watching the opening credits of this, or of the opening of this movie, I just started laughing so hard, and then I downloaded the song and just sent it to my girlfriend. 
<laughs> and she was like, um, she was I like, can live without sweet, you. sweet, but this is apropos of nothing. Oh, you know, no. I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get me. No, um, so what's fu- what's really funny about that is when it, the song started playing, I was, like, singing along with the fucking movie, and Zach looks at me like I had three heads. <laughs> How life would that be? Um, yeah, because this was definitely on, I'm certain that year's, like, now that's what I call music CD. Uh-huh. The, the great thing about this song's inclusion of this movie is that it is just the theme of their love, because it also plays Correct. at the end when yeah. they're reunited. Yo, I started fucking belting that shit out at the end, too, and Zach was like, okay, fine. I like, used this song twice. Hey, you know what? The song fucks, and they had every right to do it, and move on. <laughs> it's like fucking Nirvana and the Batman. They 100%. It up in the opening and the closing. Yeah, and you know what? Like I said, I, I will die on this hill. The song is good enough to do it. <laughs> the inclusion of the song is probably the most 90s thing ever in one of the most 90s movies. That's 100% the truth. This movie is so firmly of its era that it's bananas. The other thing I love about this movie is they're doing it's I, I can't remember who directed this movie. But um, he's, Simon West. Simon West. Okay, director of Tomb Raider. <laughs> He knew what he was doing. <laughs> well, what he's doing is Michael Bay, but I would argue he's doing it better than Michael Bay. Do you want to go? Simon West is doing Bay better than Bay. He is the actual, like, Bay, like B-A-E. I like this movie better than any Michael Bay movie, I think. What about the last movie we just watched? I think I prefer this movie to The Rock. Oh, absolutely. It makes me laugh more. <laughs> this movie was a wild ride. I'm not going to, like, co- totally get into it right this second, but um, you know how I said that when I watched Armageddon, it gave me, like, that, like, anxiety tick where I would just, like, pick my fingernails until I bleed. Yeah, yes. That happened with this movie, but, like... (laughs) (laughs) This movie made me anxious, but, like, in a good way. (laughs) Like, I I was literally on the edge of my seat on the couch. I mean, I guess it's good to know that it's effective in a dramatic way. It was! For an adult. Like, it made me laugh a few times, but, like, I was stressed. Like, I was like, what's gonna happen? Like... (laughs) My it, jaw was on the floor the whole time. It stressed me out when I was a kid when I would watch it. <laughs> on today's episode of I Am a Child. So, so this movie, um, like when I when I was young, mm-hmm. uh, an interesting thing about my personality <laughs> as a young child, mm-hmm. when this came out in '97, so I was nine. Okay. Um, and I remember seeing the trailer and like wanting to go see it in the theater, but, but nobody would take me, so I'd wait to see it on TV. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What, what's the rating on this? Like, it's PG-13. Okay. I was... I don't know. <laughs> um, is it? It's, it's not R, right? It's R. Is it really? It, it I guess an... they drop some F-bombs. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it is an yeah. R-rated film, my dude. I'm going to save the fucking day. <laughs> no wonder your parents were like, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, no, we're talking about the people that rented RoboCop for me when I was five. <laughs> they probably thought that... Was, uh, didn't we address that they thought it was going to be a little bit less? <laughs> yeah, it's called RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is a child they're like, this movie. is for child children. And they're like, oh, that man melted. <laughs> Look, they made they made that mistake, so they're like, we're not fucking around anymore. So anyway, no, it's like, <laughs> if my I'm dad kidding. wanted to see something, he would take me to see it. <laughs> no, that was definitely the same case in my household. But, um... <laughs> my mom just, like, wouldn't want to see this. <laughs> um, but as a kid, I had this, like, very intense reaction mm-hmm. to what I felt was injustice. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I, I would get, like, mad. So this movie opens with Cameron Poe going home, yep. uh, meeting his wife at the bar where she works. There are some, I don't know what to call them. <laughs> some DJs from the country? Yeah, some <laughs> inebriated gentlemen <laughs> from a cartoon that have zero respect 
for the fact that this woman is married, that her husband is in the bar with her, that her husband is a decorated. So that was the thing that I was unclear on. Did they know that he was like... He's uh, in his uniform. I, okay. <laughs> they rip his fucking... My thing is, I don't know shit about shit. I wouldn't be able to look at someone and be, like know like what their deal was. Uh, other than, like, that, yeah, that's clearly like... He's in a military... And these are a bunch of fucking rednecks. You would think if they ca- gave a shit about anything, it would be somebody who was in the military. Rednecks don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> these colors don't run and all that shit. <laughs> look, like as a family... As someone who has a family full of fucking rednecks, uh-huh. they don't care. <laughs> Really, they would start verbally assaulting a soldier in a bar for no reason? Literally, yes. I could name off five people in my immediate family that would do that. Well, they deserve to get their fucking nose pushed into their brain. Oh, my aunt absolutely does. (laughs) That's a different story for a different day. So they want to fuck his wife. They don't care that he's there. Yeah. (laughs) Or that he's a decorated warrior. Rednecks don't give a fuck. He tells them to fuck (laughs) off. They come back at them in the parking lot where there's also an oil derrick. Yeah, that part was a little odd to me. I don't know. I've never been to Alabama. Me either. I've seen Forrest Gump a lot. (laughs) We just watched that recently. Takes place in Greenbow, Alabama. (laughs) Yes, the fuck it does. Some respect on that fucking city. (laughs) Gen A. Um, They come at them at the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Nick Cage... Is not having this shit. He nope. could just get in the car and drive away, but he's going to take these guys on. <laughs> and he does. Yeah, he fucks their shit up. But the last guy pulls a knife, yep. also insane. That's facts. <laughs> An insane thing to do. You don't bring a knife to a fist fight. But, uh, well, I mean, after this guy takes out, like, three of your buds <laughs> with his bare fucking hands. <laughs> also, at that point, you just fuck off and you, you just dip. Like, the fight scenes in this movie are so fucking great. Because it starts from this, like, relatively realistic place. And then midway through the movie, he's doing, like, roundhouse kicks. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that was a question I had. Did he do any or all of his own stunts or um I will put money down on the cage. Yeah, it does most of his own fight choreography. Okay. You can tell by the way it's shot, too. Uh, that's why I, I, <laughs> I thought so. I just wanted... Wanted to be sure. Plus, with, like, the level of Elvis fan he is, I'm sure he's taken karate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google and see if he has any martial arts. There's a joke under. in, um, or, like, a series of jokes in the uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which we'll finish this season with, mm-hmm. where the one of the characters keeps talking about, like, oh, I knew you could do this, because I saw in the um, making of special features that you did all your own driving and got in 60 seconds Jesus Christ. and he was like yeah well that's true <laughs> um so my very brief googling has told me he is indeed known to train in martial arts specifically bjj yeah <laughs> so you're welcome my boy <laughs> so this guy pulls a knife nick cage has no res- no choice but to respond with lethal force he must kill him <laughs> He simply must. <laughs> and shoves his fucking nose into his goddamn brain. Yo, I was shook. Don't pull if... a knife on somebody. <laughs> your nose will be impaled into the rest of your face. I have zero sympathy with people who get seriously injured when they attack somebody else. <laughs> well, um, Don't fuck around. <laughs> or you'll fuck around and find out. This world is crazy. Well, remember like don't three minutes ago? Don't engage people in an aggressive way. <laughs> don't engage people, period. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to people. <laughs> remember when your parents said, don't talk to strangers? For real. <laughs> they meant it. No, but remember, like, literally three minutes ago, and you were, like, saying that shit about, like, a, d- a deep feeling of justice? Same shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, you have not grown out of it. I'm serious. <laughs> Here we are, what, 25 years later, you're still doing it. So, <laughs> fuck off. 
It's probably why I like Batman so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> well, I thought I just thought uh, the cape was cool. And that he's sad, but he's also nice. <laughs> I vibe with that energy hard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you've now deduced this. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good about examining myself and looking at the whys. That's why I don't need to go to therapy. <laughs> um, excellent. Good talk. Anyways, <laughs> so he murders this man. Oh, he doesn't no. murder this man. It was a self-defense. <laughs> that man murdered himself. <laughs> it, it was basically an assisted suicide. <laughs> you can't convince me otherwise. They rip the fucking rank off the lapel of his chest. Fuck him. I'm just kidding. It's insane. I'm it's an insane thing to do. <laughs> Um, the disrespect. <laughs> Look, if I've learned anything, and I'm not even somebody who like sees somebody in a military uniform and is like, "Ooh, hero," but like at the same time, I'm not gonna walk up to them and talk shit or tell them to go fuck themselves. Oh, I will. <laughs> but I'm also a piece of shit, so. <laughs> and a very self-aware one. Um. So anyway, he goes to jail. He goes to jail. Well, prison, I should say. He's. <laughs> Held to a different standard because he has military training, which I don't think is real, but it's fine. We'll let it go. No, I don't think it should be real either. Um, and if actually that's the case, I feel like they would have actually just been like super lax on him. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I don't even think this guy would have been arrested. <laughs> no, or he would have gotten arrested and they'd be like, oh no, go home. Yeah. You're fine, sweetie. They're like, you're fine. Yeah. But or I, like, there's gave like something like... where they can't find the knife, so they. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. It was definitely like a blundered investigation, if you ask me. <laughs> um, Are you saying the cops were didn't act in a competent manner? I would never say such a thing. Um, as we know, I'm super pro cop. <laughs> um, a boot looking bitch, you could say. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the name on your OnlyFans profile. <laughs> I told you that in confidence. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Um, anyways, um, yeah, so he gets sent off to prison with his very pregnant wife in the, um, in the, in the audience. Yeah. Big sad. What I found confusing, there's a scene with his lawyer Mm -hmm. where he said, the lawyer says, if you refuse to, uh, plea guilty Mm -hmm. to manslaughter, you could get 10 years, but if you Mm -hmm. plea guilty to manslaughter, you'll get four years and get off in one. Eight years later. (laughs) Right. So, because... Okay, because he didn't. Did well, he they take say the plea you deal? have plead guilty to. Right, but did he? He did take the plea deal. He took the plea deal. Yeah, and then that's when the judge says, "However, because you are a trained lethal weapon." Right. <laughs> I would so... have been like, "Disbar this bitch." <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Give me your robe and your little hammer. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> um, I'm no expert. Uh, there is a profession that I. <laughs> What, you don't want to be a lawyer or a judge? No, lawyers are the scum of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 DAs are, you know, like, DAs are cool sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> are public defenders? Good, I, I give them a lot of credit. The good ones, you know, they get acid thrown in their face and they turn to a life of crime. Hmm, where have I heard that story before? <laughs> but, you know the difference between a lawyer and a catfish? What? One's a scum-sucking bottom feeder and the other's a fish. You're not wrong. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Christ, he goes to prison. <laughs> he goes to prison for eight years. Grows out his hair all slick. He makes uh, best friends with uh, some, some guards, I guess. With Bubba from <laughs> Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump. <laughs> whose name is Baby O. Honestly, great nickname. <laughs> uh, he is a diabetic. This will be important later. <laughs> <laughs> 
very important. <laughs> my man's almost, well, I was going to say, my man's almost dies. But <laughs> I don't want to jump the gun. I like that he had a whole career over like a five-year period where he was the best friend that dies to motivate a white man. <laughs> Yo, that's fucked up. <laughs> um, I would like to have just justice for my poor, my man, uh, McKelty? Is that his name? McKelty Williamson? Yes. McKelty Williams. Yeah. Williamson. Put respect on that Williamson. name. Oh, I only heard I Williams. I swallowed the, the end. That's my fault. <laughs> yeah, it is your fault. Don't do it again. Shut up. All right. <laughs> 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 Would you die? There's just like five minutes of just dead air. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, um, as we referenced earlier, the cast of this movie is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I had to scroll down to the cast portion of this page to, um, you know, find that man's name. Shout him out. Um, honestly, I think the one of the wildest things, especially because he's not in it a whole bunch, uh-huh. but like I was like I didn't realize that he was in a lot of serious work. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, serious work. Yep, you, heard me. you heard me correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the first time I ever saw Dave Chappelle, and then when Chappelle's show like started and he got yeah. really big, I was like, that's the guy from Con Air. Shut up. <laughs> like that's pinball. Um, Mr. Dave Chappelle, Mr. Danny Trejo, yeah, and uh, Johnny Twenty Three, motherfucker. Which to me, I don't think is good casting. No, I don't think so either. Maybe you'll think this is funny. Mm-hmm. I look at Danny Trejo and I look into his eyes and I see a kind man. No, it didn't fit for me. Like when, especially when they were describing his crimes, um, which trigger warning, rape. Yeah, which... he's got a rose on his arm for each one of his bitches. <laughs> vibes just kidding but if um, they knew the truth they'd call him johnny 100 <laughs> yeah i was, I was right. like that's a fucked up thing to say johnny i think that was one of the times where like you know i said i, I had texted you and i was like my jaw has not left the floor this entire time <laughs> i think it went further into the ground <laughs> um but no it really it didn't hit right for me when they described what his his deal was i was like i'm sorry <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna say kindness in his eyes necessarily, um, but like it just. I th- I think I think he's he comes across just like as a personality with a lot of kindness, yeah. and he just seems like a guy who's seen some shit and is therefore kind of softened. No, definitely. Because um, he did go to prison for drug charges. He did. But then when he got out of prison, he became like a youth counselor. Yeah. Before he was an actor. I think Danny Trejo is like his story is fascinating. I think he's an awesome guy. No, I think so too. And like I said, like it just the vibe check didn't pass. Like I, I <laughs> I'm just, like no, t- Danny Trejo wouldn't rape anybody. Much less a hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I'm sorry, the man from Spy Kids. <laughs> the bartender from from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> I'm not buying what you're selling me. <laughs> Look, I believe that he would wear a leather vest with no shirt. Facts. No question. I bet that's like his like it's probably daily what he's uniform. wearing right now. That's probably what he went to bed in. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and probably definitely assless chaps. <laughs> Just for the fuck of it. Um, anyways. So yeah, no, that didn't pass the vibe check. I don't know who I would throw there instead. But You know who I do believe in this movie? Who? Mr. John Malkovich. I, I'm buying anything he's selling me. <laughs> Cyrus the goddamn virus. <laughs> Which, by the way, fucking A+. Plus he rocks bin. in this movie. Oh, Absolutely. I love John Malkovich. It's probably because of this movie. I never really heard. I didn't look up any interviews with him. I've never really heard him talk about it. But uh-huh. it seems like something he would feel himself above. 
Like, in general? Yes. <laughs> okay. And he delivers lines in this movie that I'm, like, shocked that he didn't put up a fight against. Like, there's a line where somebody's trying to convince him not to kill them, and they start to say his name, and they go, sigh, and he goes, Anara. Yo, I wrote that down because I almost <laughs> pissed myself. I was like, I was Malkovich, how did they get you to do this? That is a total line that somebody wrote. Yep. And didn't think about how it would be in a movie. Literally <laughs> not at all. It makes no fucking sense. No. Like, that was one of the like biggest points of like, wh- what is happening right the now? The idea that somebody would start saying something and then pause enough for somebody else to Finish it with interject something so stupid. and turn it into another word. And like, just like such a dumb pun. <laughs> so anyway... Cameron Poe's been in jail for eight years. We're not done talking about people that fuck in this movie. But they're going to be on this <laughs> on this plane. <laughs> okay, let's, fine. Let's get there. Fine. <laughs> he's finally going home yep. on July 14th. Yes, his daughter's birthday. Yes, it is the day he's coming home. Also, my dad's birthday. Aw. Yeah. And uh, Bastille Day to our French friends. Wee <laughs> <laughs> wee, oui, oui, motherfucker. Um, but, yeah, so he's he's all excited. He's going to go home and see his, see his baby on, his, on yeah, her birthday. He's going to bring her this bunny. The <laughs> Which becomes, honestly, the best plot point in this whole movie. Yeah, the bunny is the star of this movie. Yeah, like, honestly, everyone else can fuck off. I want more bunny. <laughs> Give me the bunny. So they're going to all be transported yep. on this big-ass plane. Um, the first of its kind. The jailbird. Yes. <laughs> and I tell you, I actually had to pause the movie for a good second because I was in a tizzy over that one. The, the pro- jailbird. The, the whole program is the baby of U.S. Marshal Vince mm-hmm. Larkin. Yes. Played by my boy John Cusack. <laughs> yeah. Another actor that isn't a big fan of this movie and felt himself above it. <laughs> but, like, has he like, like come out and said that? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he kind of rocked it. I thought he was, I think he's good in this movie. Yeah. He doesn't come across as, like, unengaged. No. That's just because he's a fucking professional and he's a great actor. He's like, I came here to do my job. Yeah. <laughs> Hand me my sandals. I am going on set. Sandals? Yeah, he's wearing fucking Birkenstocks with socks in this movie. I didn't even notice. As, as a Birkenstock stan, I should have noticed. They, like, his introduction is on his feet as he's walking into the office at the beginning of the movie. I think I really just... They're showing us, like, this is who this man is. White linen suit, Birkenstocks, socks. <laughs> I'm Googling just for my own edification. Oh, yeah, sure shit. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, we stand a legend because um, Birkenstocks rock. And I'm going to die on that hill, too. Okay. I'm I mean, not a sandal person ever, so. I'll, I'll allow that. Yeah. You weird about toes? <laughs> no, I just don't. I, just, I, just, I don't feel the need to ever have open air shoes, huh? It was just a question. <laughs> I don't really give a shit one way or the other. <laughs> let, don't let your feet breathe. That's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So he was not about it, I guess. Like after yeah, fact. just like this is not the kind of thing he wants to be doing. <laughs> it's not the kind of movie he respects. Oh, Sometimes it'd be like that. But yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. But no, I, like I said, I thought he fucked in it. Like, he, he again, he, he came, he did his job, and, you know, uh, I don't know if, uh, did, did this movie win any awards? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm, an MTV movie award. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Bitch. So, hold on. It was nommed for some Oscars. <laughs> I'm sure it would technical Oscars. Absolutely not. Best original song. <laughs> uh. For How Do I Live. <laughs> 
And best sound. It didn't Did win. Did you write this song for this movie? Apparent fuckingly. <laughs> way to go, Trisha Yearwood. Oh my god, that's great. Way to go, way to go. Um, let's see. It also... Do-do-do-do-do... Uh, nothing really of note. Uh, won a raspberry <laughs> for worst reckless disregard for human life and public property. Yeah, but fuck the raspberries. I mean, you're not wrong. That's a stupid thing. Um, just police. Oh, and then it was also nominated for a Grammy for the song, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I like that that's what came out of it. Yeah, no, like literally, uh, almost all of the like nominations are for How Do I Live. Not for most convincing regional dialect work for Nick Cage. Absolutely not. It it won a Jupiter Award. I don't know what that is for best international actor. For Nick Cage. <laughs> cool. Yep. And I, it says also for Face Did Face Off come out the same year? Yes. Okay. So he, I guess he won it for both. Big 97 for Nick Cage. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, that's next, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Anyways, not to talk about that. Um, so they... He, John Cusack has this plan for his plan. Yes. However, mm-hmm. the DEA mm-hmm. has another plan for the plan. Absolutely. Yes, they do. Cole Meany is going to put his... Uh, agent on board undercover mm-hmm. so you can talk to a i don't know mob guy cartel like, guy i think cartel but it, he's yeah. the guy that has the whole plan right okay um why are you asking me like i'm so supposed to fucking I'm, know i'm working out in my head <laughs> <Just fucking> <laughs> 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 i see this movie exactly one if time. i ask a meaningful question i'm asking myself <laughs> valid <laughs> moving on <laughs> um uh, but he wants to put him undercover on the plane mm-hmm. as an inmate so that he can get information from this guy. Right. Uh, but they want to arm him. And they're like, John absolutely Cusack not. John Cusack says, absolutely not. There are no guns on my plane. Mm-hmm. They don't listen to John Cusack. Nope, they give him a gun. Which is a rookie mistake. Oh, well, yeah, that really immediately fails. And <laughs> listen to John Cusack always. <laughs> he tried to warn us about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I think, honestly, yeah, if there's anything to learn about this movie is that John Cusack is never wrong. Correct. There we go. Put that yeah, shit on a t-shirt. You had a good feeling about Cameron Poe. <laughs> <laughs> and th- that paid off, too. A real goddamn American hero. <laughs> shit. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so a lot of agencies are very upset about the idea of this plane. They're like, hey, you're going to put a bunch of fucking convicts on a plane. Yeah. And you think that's going to go well. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're probably going to take the plane over. Probably and call th- it something real clever, like Con Air. <laughs> First of all, I almost pissed myself. They make that joke twice in the movie. The they second do. one, I feel like, is it, too much. It didn't hit. And they just, like, I think it might be an ADR line. Because he's not even on screen when he's saying it. But everybody's getting off, and he goes, thank you for flying Con Air. <laughs> I'm like, why did you need to add that? No, um, it always tickles me when, like, in a book or a movie, they say the title. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite shit. Yeah, like, it, it makes my nipples hard. I love that shit. Makes me want to stand up and clap. 100%. Or have them cut to credits. Both. <laughs> like, I'm done. The plane has landed. Clap, clap, clap. Um, no pun intended with about the plane thing. Um, but, yeah, the first time, I, I, I was going to say, I got chills. That's not quite right. Um, Were they multiplying? <laughs> oh, my God, it's like you were there. Were you losing control? Always. Because of the power this movie was supplying was electrifying. You were really reaching there, weren't you? You better shape up. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> um, no, but the, the first time, um, I was like, that really hit. <laughs> like, that was really good. It's <laughs> a great moment. Yeah. Um, John Malkovich knows what the fuck he's doing. He did. He, he, he d- knows exactly what movie he's in, and he I, th- I feel like maybe he's just having a great fucking time. No, I don't think he hated being in this movie. I think he was like, you know what? I'm going to go in here and do my damnedest because I deserve it. <laughs> I love Malkovich. He always has the energy to me of a guy who's like trying to send his food back in an olive garden. 
<laughs> like where you go there and you're expecting like really like mediocre food to begin with. Where he's like, I asked for the Alfredo sauce to be on the side. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> what kind of monster? <laughs> Cyrus the virus. <laughs> okay, I guess that checks. Um, order some fucking dry pasta. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> the saddest thing I've ever heard. He's just such a piece of shit. It's so fucking good. Um, but no, I can see Cyrus the Virus eating dry, or I mean, not dry pasta noodles, but like, I mean, actually, probably, yeah. He's like, don't <laughs> He's even cook it. On him. Yeah. <laughs> don't even boil them. Just bring them to me raw. <laughs> bring them to me raw. Um, but yeah, so they load all these fuckers on a plane. Yes. We're, we're there now. We sure do. Um, we have a few people in cages, um, uh, because they're, they're the big baddies. They're the baddies. Yeah. Um, we got bad bitches. That's their fucking problem. Um, you don't know that song. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> I realized the second it came out of my mouth that that reference was lost on you. Oh, but I cannot let any more time pass without shouting out our boy, Bing Rames. You absolutely cannot, because he... As Nathan Jones. Let's talk about it. An honest-to-God Geraldo interviewee. <laughs> <laughs> what? They talk, that's a line in the movie. When the guard, I totally must have said that. The guard is talking. He's like, we've got some celebrities on this flight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That checks. My bad. But he is a, I guess, militant. I don't know what I would call him either. I don't. I don't know what his crimes were necessarily. Maybe domestic terrorism. Um, I'm gonna. I yeah, know that says, he wrote a book. Yeah. So the Wikipedia says uh, Nathan Diamond Dog Jones is a black na- nationalist convicted of terrorism and yeah. Cyrus's second in command. So, so it doesn't elaborate. So he probably blew something up or something. I don't know. Yeah, or thre- at least threatened to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that he wrote a book. Yeah. We got that far. <laughs> called uh, A Diamond in a Dog's Eye or something like that. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of badass. <laughs> um, and I know that he was a part of a group called the Black Gorillas, which made me uncomfortable to hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't like that. Don't like that one bit. Like, we don't want the Black Panthers to sue us, so let's come up with something. Right. But then. <laughs> that's similar, but more offensive. Yeah, I was going to say, and, and like, that's what you chose. <laughs> You could have gone with, like, Cougar or, like, any other cat. <laughs> I don't know. I just work here. Yeah. Um, and for free. He's a member that. of the Black Cougar Melon Camps. <laughs> Where they only go after older women. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, as you were, you were, you were talking about how he was your hero. I just love Ving Rhames oh, okay. in everything that he's in. <laughs> I think he's awesome. He's a guy who, like, always delivers. Oh, 100%. I was, uh... Let me just briefly go over his shit. He was in, I think, a few Mission Impossibles, if not all of He's them. He's in all of the Mission yeah. Impossibles, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not super, like, into the Mission Impossible shit, so I don't yeah. really know anything. All I know is Tom Cruise is in them. Yes. Um, that's And Bing Rams. Apparently. <laughs> Simon Pegg is in most of them. <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else good in here? Um, do, 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 do. Oh, I, was he in both Guardians of the Galaxy or just the second one? Just the second one. Yeah. During, I, was like, saying, I don't remember him credits. in the first one. Um. He is in the Piranha remake from like 2013. <laughs> I never Remember watched that. that. Is that it's as trash as it looks good. like it was? Yeah, it's super good. <laughs> like good, like hot trash. Yeah. It's okay, a, cool. Like it's it's very it's one of the few movies where they go in with the attempt to make like a B movie and they do it successfully and it's awesome. <laughs> Most of the time when they try to do that, it's just boring and bad. No, a hundred percent. Because the B movie is an actual cinematic cinematic masterpiece. Yes. Well, animated masterpiece. To do, to like 
those movies are great because they're earnest yep. and s- s- taking themselves seriously, and then they're just what they are. 100%. But to t- attempt to get there on purpose is fraught Gross. with peril, and you end up with a Sharknado. <laughs> I refuse to watch that. <laughs> yeah, it's not not fun. Um. Oh, I forgot. He was the voice of uh, Cobra Bubbles in Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the big uh, mutant guy. Okay. With all I, the eyeballs. I've seen Lilo and Stitch exactly once, and it was in the theater when it came out. Okay. Well, it's a banger, so. Um, I know that they had to reanimate the whole ending, because it was originally in a plane flying through Hawaii, and it was, ex- like, right after September 11th. Yeah, it came out <laughs> so the next year. had to turn it into a spaceship. Oh my god, that's why I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a bit that actually got re-edited semi-recently, um, where um, I think it's Lilo, like, goes into, like, an oven or something, uh-huh. and they, like, changed it like on Disney Plus, and now it's like her going to a cabinet. I don't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop doing that, Disney. <laughs> Leave it original. <laughs> like no, like no kid is gonna get um, you know. Yeah. Jumping in an oven. What's next? You're gonna edit Indiana Jones getting in the fridge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> in the fourth Indiana Jones, there's this whole thing that everybody's ma- always makes fun of, where he gets into a fridge because he's trapped in a nuclear test site. <laughs> I don't I actually I've I've seen like exactly one Indiana Jones movie ever. Oh my god. I know. Um well you don't ever have to watch the fourth one. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned all about it. Doesn't exist. Oh. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it is. You've wiped it from everyone's memory? Yeah, from the records. It's like one of those like men in black like little pew things. Yeah. It's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Um anywho, so shit immediately starts going awry. Yeah, almost immediately. Like, they have just taken off. There's a, pl- a plot in place to take the plane over. The DE agent does not help. He <laughs> arms them. <laughs> yeah, like, he does the exact opposite of helping. <laughs> the plane is now under the control of Cyrus the Virus. Um, yes, he, uh, everyone gets out of their cages. Um, <laughs> um, and then our boy Danny Trejo, um, Almost rapes the uh, prison guard Guard lady. Sally Bishop. Yeah, which, by the way, fucking legend. This ain't happening. <laughs> not now. Not ever. <laughs> yeah, and also, I do love how, um, just in general, um, you know, even the criminal population, like, there's one thing that they don't fuck with. Yeah. Rapists. That's Especially right. child rapists. I, but like, like <laughs> I love when he's talking to them, and then he's just like, actually, I despise rapists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because he's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, like, hot shit, right? And he's like... No. He's like, no, fuck you. You're actually a piece of gar- garbage. Like, fuck all the way off. Like, but no, like, even, like, in real life, like, that's, like, where most people draw the line. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'll murder anybody. Mm-hmm. But, like, you did that to a woman without their consent? Yeah, Fuck disgusting. off. <laughs> <laughs> if you killed her without consent, that would be fine. Whole different story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we Prison's its own line. ecosystem, and it's some wild shit. It is. And you know what? They, um... You know, if, if you're a piece of shit, sometimes yeah. you don't make it out of prison. <laughs> and uh, you don't deserve to. Yeah, or you take over the prison. Hey, there's a movie about that, too. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, so they're going to, they've got a plan going on with mm-hmm. this cartel guy on the plane. They're all going to escape, go to a non-extradition country, enjoy some sandy beaches, umbrella drinks, <laughs> and dirty naked freaks. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> Honestly, sounds like a great weekend. Sounds great, yeah. <laughs> we love to see it. Um, I wouldn't want to miss my chance to enjoy some umbrella drinks and dirty naked freaks. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> um, 
but then they realize that they have to well okay so part of the plan is stopping at the first stop which is in Nevada yeah um to do a little swappy swap of some people Mm -hmm. but by this point people have died yeah um several people have died including a few people have died Yes, including folks that are, are supposed to have gotten off of this airplane. Right, so they switch them out with the guards. <laughs> with different white people. They're, they're expecting, what, four white men to get off this plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, as, as we referenced earlier, um, our man, uh, Baby O, or was it, was it Baby? That Baby had, O. Yeah, Baby O, that um, is severely diabetic. Yeah, he's trying to get off the plane. He hasn't gotten an sh- uh, insulin. insulin shot. And they have destroyed the needles in the kerfuffle on the plane. Yeah, because uh, they, they have the vials, but not the needles, and that's problematic yeah. for a severely diabetic person. So he and Nick Cage are going to get off, but mm-hmm. they won't let Baby O off because it's got to be a white guy. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, clearly he would not pass as a white man, but um, <laughs> but they're like, well, fuck. So then Nick's like, I'm, sta- I'm staying on the plane. I gotta then, stay on the plane with you. Yeah, because he was going to get off because, you know, it's his child's birthday. Yeah. Can't got- leave a man behind, though. No, because he is a stand-up individual. He's a goddamn hero, Jamie. <laughs> Well, and that, like, circles back at the end. He's like, I'm not, like, leaving him behind. Yeah, he's like, I can't trade another man's life for my own. An admiral motherfucker. <laughs> if I ever saw one. I don't think he was an admiral. I think he was, like, a captain or something. <sighs> Anyways, moving on. I said admirable, but... <laughs> rear <there's>... admiral. <laughs> what about his rear? It's <laughs> a real rank in the Navy. <laughs> Why would I know anything about that? I just always thought that was funny. <laughs> They talk about butt stuff? Rear Admiral. It is the Navy. Mm. Any port in a storm. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Any who's. Um, so beggars. They go from port to port. <laughs> <laughs> so they switch off some guards for the to pass as these criminals that are now dead. Um, and then th- it's at that point in, uh, in Nevada where things start to go a little bit wrong. Mm-hmm. Where, where math isn't mathing. On, uh, on the ground level. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, Nick Cage puts a recorder that was on yep. the plane in uh, one of the guards. Like pocket or pocket whatever? Or like, yeah, the front of his coat. Thing, yeah. <laughs> his, like, I and, guess jacket. And it falls out after the transfer, and mm-hmm. that, like, starts the ball rolling on our like, other hero, John Cusack, figuring yep. this thing out. Yes. Um, John Cusack, who also, in my opinion, would have been a good Superman around this time. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't get a good look at his like physique because he was wearing those oversized jackets yeah. the whole time. Well, he's a bit. He's like a bigger guy, like height wise, and mm-hmm. then he was into like kickboxing and stuff when he was younger. That's cool. But in my hot take is that Superman should look fit, but mm-hmm. he doesn't need to be like jacked. No, because he, like he's not strong because he has muscle. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Yeah, so he doesn't need to be like fifty feet like wide across the chest. Yeah, and if you're looking at Clark Kent and he's built like a brick fucking house, you're like, uh <laughs> <laughs> And then like there's no like like does this nerd ever go to the fucking gym? <laughs> like what's his like, deal? Where do you bench, Clark? He's like, Oh, I uh, grew up on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you so yoked? <laughs> hey, what's that over there? <laughs> Oh, fuck, I dropped my glasses. <laughs> Wait. Um, are you? Absolutely not. This guy's Superman. <laughs> no. Sh- sh- um, but, um, so, Superman's yeah. Superman's not real. What? I said Superman's not real. No, absolutely not. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a comic book. It's like some QAnon bullshit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the gears start moving in John Cusack's head, and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, something's going on. There's some we've shit got going an ahead. ally on this plane. Hell yeah, we do. You think so maybe me... it's one of the guards at first? <laughs> sure, shit is not. It's definitely not. 
half of those motherfuckers are dead. Heroic corrections officer. <laughs> are you telling me? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so then he brings in the wife and the kid. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> I need you to come down to my office like right now." <laughs> yeah. What do you think of my sandals? Do you think I'm pulling them off? <laughs> I think this is a look. <laughs> Does it pass the vibe check? You tell me. And she's like, my husband is on a plane. <laughs> she's like, yes. He's like, oh, so you're uh, taken. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not into the stocks and the socks? <laughs> Hi, welcome to Stocks and Socks. How can I help you today? <laughs> that should be the Bur- Birkenstock store. Um, <laughs> so um, now we're en route to, well, they start heading to. They're going like, to Mexico. Right. To uh, change planes. Yes, and then they real or no, it's uh, like that airfield in like Arizona or Is whatever the fuck. I thought it was in Mexico. No. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no. <laughs> Did you watch this movie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mister, I watched this 18 times on PBS when I was five. PBS. <laughs> or t- <laughs> yes, it's a public broadcast. On air is brought to you by viewers like you. <laughs> Honestly, that checks. Um. The one character missing from this movie is Oscar the goddamn Grouch. <laughs> Would have killed it. He's like in one of those cages and just keeps popping up. <laughs> that checks. Uh, but uh, no, because like, it's like shut up about your insulin. <laughs> Fuck you and your diabetes. <laughs> um, yeah, Lerner Airfield. Um, where is it? I'm I'm googling where this where this like airfield is. Um, because that's where they're meeting their cartel buddies uh, yeah. with the new plane. And those are the guys in Nick Cage Roundhouse Kicks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because surprise, surprise, the cartel guy was going to double-cross everybody. That's facts. Yeah. Um, surprise. <laughs> the, the criminal being a piece of shit? What? Um, it's in, uh, it's a, on the Utah-Nevada border. Okay. Yeah, so, because originally, so like, they didn't even get that far from Carson City. No, um, and I don't think it took them too, too long. So, part of the deal is when they were in Carson City is, um, they threw, like, the black box on the plane into, like, that charter, like, tour plane. Yeah. Um, we totally just skipped over that. Yeah. That's a big plot point, actually. Kind of. <laughs> well, because, like, all the DEA people are like, oh, well, they're over here. As much as anything in the movie is a plot point. Fair. Bad, um, ma- bad men on plane. <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so the, the DEA is really fucking with John Cusack at this point. They're like, Oh, yeah, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's... Like oh yeah no like we're we're following the black box it's it's going towards like yeah. fucking uh, Washington or some shit yeah John Cusack is an educated and compassionate lawman <laughs> which no other cop has respect for oh absolutely not um so yeah the rest of the DA fucks off to go follow this other plane yeah um and he's John like Cusack's going to this airfield yeah he's like absolutely not like th- this makes sense for it to be here so yeah, he's so like I'm taking matters in my own hands steals his Corvette. With the world's best license plate. As kicker. Um, and that made me fondly think of my favorite episode, or one of my favorite episodes of um, Documentary Now. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the Eyes Don't Lie. <laughs> With the two iconic license plates of I Heart Puss and exclamation point jazz exclamation point. <laughs> Um, and if I didn't already have vanity plates, I would have one of those. <laughs> I love a funny vanity plate. Me too. I think it's, I think they're funny in general that people have them. <laughs> oh yeah. And like, as someone that owns one, <laughs> yeah. um, and a very identifiable one at that, <laughs> like it's literally my fucking name. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I didn't, crazy thing to do. I didn't pick it. <laughs> 
It was it was a gift when I got my first car. <laughs> but don't you have to keep paying for it? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, what am I gonna do? Get like a like a lame ass license plate? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I will continue paying my thirty dollars a year for my vanity plate, <laughs> so that someone can stalk me. <laughs> um, I mean, they could do that regardless. That's facts. I mean, shit. I have the I have the Hot for Justice logo on my but fucking why car. Would they? <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, the tr- fucking true crime podcast following me to my fucking house. <laughs> um, do you still do a true crime podcast? Uh, kind of. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> wow, fake fan over here. <laughs> You're our number one a, fan for five I don't minutes. I see a pop up ever. <laughs> yeah. Unsubscribed. <laughs> I'm unsubscribing from this friendship. <laughs> Um, this is the end of this podcast. Um, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anyways, where the fuck are we now? <laughs> now they're, oh, we're the license at, plate. We're in our airfield. Yeah. Um, so he hops, because he's like, oh, it's only like 50 miles by yeah, by car or whatever. A, you got a fast car. <laughs> he looks like, at his hmm. fucking Ford Jabroni, and he was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and like, motherfucker, you left your keys there? Yo. <laughs> yeah, and then he has the audacity to be like, mad. <laughs> I love it the end where he's like, I was sick of that car anyway. <laughs> Vibes, honestly. <laughs> I, I can't even be mad. <laughs> I know a good body shop if it's insured. <laughs> As if the car's not fucked. <laughs> Ruined. That, I know I know we're skipping stuff, but it's my yeah. f- absolute favorite delivery in the movie when John Cusack's just sitting there after everything and he's all fucked up and the guy walks over he's like, you okay? And he's like, no. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I would be there. Like, he saw some shit that day. It's like, what a fucking day. In sandals. Yeah, do you think he broke a Berkey? He's running around. He's, like, <laughs> jumping off a motorcycle onto a fire truck. Look, Birkenstocks are a very well-made shoe. <laughs> but, I don't know. I feel you like that would... You gotta have some sneaks. If you're... if you're John Cusack, you don't need sneaks. You need arch support, man. Birkenstocks have great and arch support. ankle support. <laughs> okay, don't, don't point at me like I, like I need the ankle. Okay, I probably do need the ankle support. Desperately. <laughs> don't remind me. <laughs> I've taken many a tumble. I probably do. <laughs> um, but no, um, as someone with like very high arches, the, the Birkenstocks are great for that. So okay. I'll throw that out there. Um, very high arches. Yeah, like, I, like when I got fitted for running shoes like back in the day, um, I had to get like not only like special shoes, but then like also like the fucking crazy inserts. <laughs> Uh, um. Anyways. Oh man, like a grown-up Casey Poe. Good for her. <laughs> um, she looks a lot like Monica Pardo, which is weird. Hey, you know, sometimes like you really just like I, I guess the cast casting people were just like you're gonna grow up and look just like her. They called their shot. So, and sometimes they fucking what if nail like, it. Like you're gonna grow up and look like Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Um. Anyways, where the fuck are we? Oh, yeah, so he arrives at the airfield, um, and at this point, uh, he knows that he, they're going there because Nick Cage throws off um, Dave Chappelle's dead body <laughs> with a, a note written on his chest. Yep. <laughs> it lands on the car of that poor couple who just came out of the car wash. Would you shit your pants <laughs> if you were just driving down fucking- I'd be so mad. <laughs> I'd be like, Dave Chappelle? <laughs> Rick James <laughs> just landed on my car. <laughs> the disease, the corpse of Rick James. And you're like, man, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Isn't it, though? Um, I mean, I wouldn't know. Um, 
Yeah, would you fucking die if, like, yeah, you're just, it, it, it wasn't like the, like, the husband, like, already kind of, like, annoyed about, like, the yeah, car wash. Yeah, because the bird shit on the car, yeah. and he's like, every time I get it waxed. <laughs> you got bigger problems, buddy. <laughs> Which is, like, this is some real Michael Bay shit. <laughs> to have these, like, oh, regular people doing regular people things. No, it's Simon West shit. We've addressed this. <laughs> Simon West is doing Michael Bay. They're both music video guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the, um, the soundtrack just just being how do i live yeah. <laughs> this was just a giant music video it's so funny i think i just cracked the code it makes me fucking this laugh. movie is a music video uh, okay there we go nothing more to say here yeah most of most 90s action movies that's that part or music videos um but yeah so then he gets tipped off he's like oh there's no way based on the trajectory of where his body landed that they're heading up to fucking washington or yeah. wherever it was he's smart Again, someone using his noggin. Yeah, Clark Kent is an investigative journalist. We love to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, so he busts his ass down there. Um, at this point, Nick Cage has have already had to save the bunny like three times. Yeah. <laughs> Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> Vibes. Um, but then they uh, they arrive at the airfield, and all hell continues to break loose. Oh yeah, again. It turns into a fucking siege at the airfield. And you know. You gotta dig the plane out. <laughs> Which is fucking bananas. We have not talked about Steve Buscemi yet. No, let's talk about him. They picked him up Sim. at Carson City. Yes. Um, Darlin and Green. <laughs> Which, honestly, a hell of a name. A mass murderer. He's probably the best character in the movie. Well, a mass murderer. And didn't he also eat people? I guess so. I think I think he yeah, also... Because they're, they're just doing Hannibal Lecter shit with him. Like, they bring him out and he's in that mask. Yeah, so I think there was definitely a, like like layer of cannibalism there i'm i'm gonna google this just to like make sure i'm not talking out of my ass for once but like the most bizarre like mm-hmm. setup and payoff in the movie is while they're while this is all going on he's wandered away from the airfield mm-hmm. and sat down to have a tea party with a little girl and they're just like playing that ominous tone yep and at the end he comes back to the plane and he's got her doll and you're like jesus fuck and then later they're flying away and the little girl's waving goodbye <laughs> <laughs> this like, poor little girl what do they say <laughs> Yeah, I don't. He just made friends with the little girl. Yeah, we love to see it. Yeah, uh, it was he's little... not so bad. <laughs> he just murdered thirty people. I mean, I... we don't know what kind of people they were. True, maybe, maybe he was a like a Dexter. Facts. R.I.P. That fucking Joe. That was upsetting. I mean, the last. I refused to watch the end. three or four episode or three or four seasons were. I not... literally refused to watch season six, like I, because I had the ending spoiled for me. So I was like, "Well, fuck that! I'm not even gonna go." <laughs> I really, really enjoyed the first three seasons. Oh, the first two seasons were perfect. Yeah. The third season was like a little because that was where I still he like miss Dokes to this day. <laughs> I know, Ugh. but yeah, like once um, what's her face got murdered off the wife. Yeah. Uh, then everything just fucking went to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, spoilers for Dexter that's been out for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. And then they did, like, that revival season, but I did not watch that at all. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't have... I think it was Showtime it's on. Um, I don't have Showtime, so I, just, I, I never got around to it. Because part of me was like, oh, maybe I'll fuck around and finish Dexter and then watch that. Yeah. Um, Jess watched it. She said it was pretty good. Um, she said it was, like, definitely more akin to, like, old What's Dexter. your taste like, though? You wouldn't like it. Oh, <laughs> Can you, can you name another show or movie that Jess thinks is great so I can... No. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> Come on. She doesn't listen to those. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> um, no, um, I'm trying to like think of like something that was like notable. 
she watches a lot of children's movies right around now, so it's kind of hard to, I think, gauge a oh. real film. What's her favorite children's movie? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's a favorite, but it's a household favorite, a.k.a. like her almost three-year-old likes it. Yeah. Um, Moana's nonstop. Moana's good. <laughs> I actually haven't seen it yet. I, there was like a good chunk of like Pixar movies I just like never got around to watching. It's like a five-year-old movie. I know. Literally, like, so, like, when that came out, I didn't watch anything, like, after that either. I am Moana. I will say that, that, like, the, the like, main song of that movie fucks. It's very good. There's a definite moment, and I think Moana, if it's not the exact moment, mm-hmm. it's around that moment, where Disney animated movies start increasing in quality, yep. and Pixar animated movies start decreasing in quality. Facts. And I think it's because Disney just, like, switching the talent over and being like, no, we're going to be the prestige. Yeah. You're going to make fucking car sequels. <laughs> and that's all you get. <laughs> um, but, yeah, because so we, we actually just kind of semi-recently started watching them, but, like, backwards. So, like, we started we, we just watched, like, Turning Red and uh, – what was the other one we just fucking watched? Uh, Encanto. I yeah, I couldn't get through Turning Red. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I, I think – It's just Teen Wolf. But with, oh, I haven't seen with that. A, with a, a red panda. I, I haven't seen Teen Wolf, but, like, I feel like, I mean, I also am not Asian, so I feel like I don't have a, quite as much of an appreciation of it, because, like, I definitely, it's very cultural. Yeah, I guess, but it's, like, it's but not like, like that. But it's a coming-of-age, like, girl movie. Yeah. But that's not something that I can't. Like, no. You know, I, for instance, I just finished uh, Miss Marvel on Disney+, Plus, and I thought that was great. I actually heard that was excellent. And I loved, like, her, like, her family and mm-hmm. her interactions with it. I just thought that was a fun time. Um... I, I, Jesus, um, but what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I, like I said, I really enjoyed Turning Red. Um, I feel like I would have appreciated something like that being out when I was like twelve. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I, what really made me laugh was like how angry the like white conservative Christians got about it. Oh yeah, it's true. Like, I don't know if you saw any of the shit like online about it. Just a little bit. Horrendous. You know like, what I am a fan of though is actual red pandas. <laughs> But first of all, pandas are great. They're real cute, and then when they get uh, surprised or scared, they do this. <laughs> Can you please describe what you're doing? Because uh, this putting is putting both my hands up in the air. <laughs> okay, great. So I was like, this is not a visual medium. <laughs> to make myself appear bigger, I guess, to a potential threat. <laughs> um, but what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, and then we watched Encanto. That was really good. Um, I heard Coco's better. If we're Coco's fine. I thought Encanto was really good. Yeah, I, I, all my coworkers were t- was telling me like, oh, like Coco is like objectively better. I haven't seen oh. that one, so I can't talk to it. What's it, what's the comparison? That they're both. Uh... Yes. <laughs> yes. Before we even say it, one hundred percent. Like this is the better movie about brown people. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. Coming from white folk, yes. <laughs> Wouldn't the uh, the other Day of the Dead movie they made be a better comparison to? Encanto. I would have thought so too. Or not Encanto, but uh, Coco. Coco. Yeah, I would have thought so too, but who knows? I just I just work here. I really like I really liked it though. Um, yeah. yeah, so we're do- basically going kind of backwards through, like, the more recent Disney shit. Sure. Um, so I'll get to Moana eventually. Yeah. Um. I thought Moana was good. Might yeah. be the last thing with The Rock that I thought he was great at. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he the fucking, like, volcano? He's, he's Maui. The, vo- the, the volcano, right? No. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> Again, I haven't seen it. <laughs> why, why are you asking me? Like, <laughs> anyways, enough about that. Um, boop, 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 boop. Oh, so... They, yeah, they dig the plane out. They're getting ready to try to yeah, get back in the air. They're fighting off the, mm-hmm. the DEA agents or the marshals, whatever. Yeah, I think it's the marshals at that point. Because well, marshals, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I think it might be the DEA. Because 
Marshals don't really do that. Yeah, well, because the DEA, once they realize, oh, shit, we are, in fact, in the wrong place, had to fucking turn yeah. around double back. Yeah, the Marshals just find people. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're correct. So, yeah, because John Cusack, the man on the ground, yeah. had to find they're what like, was going on. Yeah, they're state-sponsored bounty hunters, basically. The Word. U.S. Marshals. They just find fugitives. Um, so, then they get back on the plane. Mm-hmm. They start heading back. Well, they start, they don't start heading back. They Because his cartel friends didn't make it. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Neither did their plan. They fucked around and they found out. <laughs> That's facts. Um, um, and to your point about this movie being akin to a Michael Bay film, lots of kabooms. Yeah. Lots of very dramatic running away from kabooms. Explosions. A uh, car being tied to the back of a plane. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and then just, like, existing there for, like, <laughs> a it's hot a, minute. It's a very striking image. <laughs> In it? <laughs> to see. Um, and then they head to Vegas. Yes. <laughs> Which the, <laughs> the final climactic yeah, and plane crash into car chase. And I'm going to say this is the most chaotic about 10 minutes I've seen in a while. <laughs> you know what I really appreciated about this is there's a lot of like miniature work and a lot of like practical stunts. Oh, is that how that was that, all done? It's in that moment really before CGI takes over. Right, because Jurassic Park came out like right before this and that was really one of the first yeah. like well, big... Jurassic World was in 93. Yeah. Um... But, like, they still, like, didn't have, like, a great handle on CG at the no, time. No, and, like, it was used pretty sparingly. It was expensive. People didn't really understand it. Yeah. Um, sometimes you see it just, like, thrown in. Like, after Jurassic Park, some movies would throw it in, and you'd be like, whoa, this looks like <laughs> This is shit. wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't realize it was, like, mini work and stuff like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, literally the most, like, fucking chaotic moments ever. Um, I, I want to, I, I would like a tally of how many people died or got hurt <laughs> during <you>? this. Because <laughs> um, it's just, this plane is just like screaming down yeah. what I'm assuming is Las Vegas Boulevard. The strip, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not slowing down until. No, until like, it gets in that, that pond pool. Yeah. or whatever. <laughs> that fountain. Yeah, thank you. I was like, that man made water fixture thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are those things called? Pa- fountains, that thank you. That charming water feature. Well, I mean, it wasn't the Bellagio one, because clearly it wasn't as good of a show, but... <laughs> clearly. <laughs> it wasn't World of Color. Absolutely the fuck not. Amateur, <laughs> amateur hour. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then my, my follow-up question is, is like, so if this happened in real life, this is me just... Go on. ...being a dumb bitch. But, like, this is where my brain goes. Um, at this point, I'd, I think my edible had kicked in. Um, if this happens in real life, mm-hmm. who foot, fits the bill, foots the bill for this? Oh, we do. But, like, is it, like, the feds, like, the federal government? Is it the state? Is it the city? Like, I have questions. Is it, you know what I mean? Like, the U.S. Marshal's office uh, runs the plane. It's a federal agency. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, I was just confused. Well, because, like, like I said, like, the city was so damaged. I was like, is it have anything to do with, like, the city of Las Vegas or, like, the state of Nevada? Like, yeah. So I was yeah, just curious. No, at the end of the day, it would come out of our federal taxes. Excellent. Love to hear it. <laughs> um... Okay, great. I'm really glad you had an answer for me for that because I don't know shit about shit. Um, I barely pay taxes. I'm just <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't filed in years. No, <laughs> Yo, one of my coworkers. Um, on April fifteenth, she looks at me dead in the face and she was like, "I've never filed taxes before. Can you please fill out my TurboTax?" And I was like, "My TurboTax." <laughs> and I was like, "How old are you again?" And she was like, "28." And I was like, "Fabulous." She's never filed her own taxes. No. Oh. She has never filed taxes before. Oh. So I, I, I mean, like, they're probably too busy to come after. It's fine. And anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the IRS barely exists anymore. 
that's facts. But anyway, so I plug in all of her shit, right? Like I'm, you know, doing all the things. And then it says like, she's going to get like, uh, she like owes, like, I think like the state, like a couple grand, but like the, you know, feds are going to give her like six. So she ends up like netting like 3,500 or like four grand. She's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. all excited. And then like, it's not letting me submit it. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. And then it was like, Oh, like there's an inconsistency with last year, <laughs> like to the tune of like 50 grand. <laughs> She's gotten a bunch of calls from the IRS that she's been dodging. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, not going to out who she is. But... I wouldn't pay that. <laughs> right. I would close all my bank accounts and go completely liquid. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me, Doc. At this point, they haven't come after you. That's bananas. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, there's, like, this discrepancy. Because I guess she had gotten unemployment in 2020 or 2021. Uh, and so I, I'm assuming to the tune of 50 grand. I'm not $50, really sure. $50,000. Yeah. Um, and then there's some, she was like, oh, like my dad was claiming me. I'm like, you're almost 30. How is your dad still claiming yeah, you on his twenty six. Literally, I was very confused. I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho's. Um. Interesting. Yeah. So. Can we talk about though how fucked up it is that this country, they're like, you figure it out and then you pay, like you figure out how much you owe us and then you pay us. And we'll let you know if it's wrong. It's like, how about you send me a f- some fucking paperwork? How about you do anything? Literally anything. <laughs> like any damn thing. Look, I'm gonna give you this money, but how about you pave the fucking roads? That part. Gavin. <laughs> the Gavinator. <laughs> Asshole. Hey, you know what? He's like privately sourcing insulin. I I'll give that to him. What if we recriminalize crime? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know her. <laughs> um. Piece of shit. <laughs> this whole country's fucked. <laughs> How does Canada sound? <laughs> Probably just as bad. You know, I was also looking... I don't looking... want to pay $10 for a candy bar. <laughs> and have to wait eight months to see a doctor if you need it. <laughs> I mean, you don't go to one anyways. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I haven't been to the doctor since I was like 18. <laughs> yeah, I know. And when you told me that, I rolled over. <laughs> I was unwell. <laughs> uh, as a hypochondriac, that offended me. <laughs> um, if something's wrong, I'll go. <laughs> And I'll try to figure it out myself first. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm over here like, something hurts, like, hi, help me. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, I have a huge gripe with Kaiser. I'll talk about it off air because I will, it's a very long story. Great. Um, <laughs> but um, Kaiser won't give a fuck about your mental health. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, no shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Are you saying for-profit medicine is a problem? <laughs> As someone that works in for-profit medicine, yeah. <laughs> like, I literally be telling patients every day on the phone, because, like, one of my biggest parts of my job is, like, dealing with insurance companies and getting them to approve shit for my patients. Yeah. And I tell patients every single fucking day that this country's insurance system is a joke and a scam, and that it's Insurance bullshit. is a scam. Oh, 100 fucking percent. <laughs> like, I cannot be convinced otherwise. And it's, like, especially, like, people that don't... Most people don't know, don't know dick about their own health insurance, um, which makes sense, because it's basically fucking reading Latin. Yeah. Um... Like they don't know their deductible from their asshole, and I didn't. And I didn't before I had this job, <laughs> so like I get it. Um, I just now know too much about it. Um, One of my personal goals is to do that thing where you have just a separate bank account with like twenty thousand dollars in it, so you don't have to have car insurance to drive around. Word. <laughs> I'm like fuck you. I would love to see how that pans out. <laughs> I think I can do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as long as you don't like vehicular manslaughter someone. <laughs> Like, I guess that's probably... Stay out of the road, dum-dum. I don't... (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Respectfully, the laws will not protect you in that case. (laughs) Which, again, 
This country's a scam. <laughs> Move. <laughs> the law is not designed to protect you. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Case um, in point, Cameron Poe. I was saying, and actually, you're the demographic of the most protected person. So. Most protected. <laughs> a straight white man. <laughs> doesn't feel that way. <laughs> Let's not unpack that. <laughs> we're going to leave that. Um, anyways, so the plane finally stops. And then Do you think there's any like media agency I can watch to confirm my feelings <laughs> that, that I'm being targeted? Have you heard of 4chan? By the liberal elite. <laughs> <laughs> or its sister company, 8chan. <laughs> Anyways. So they finally land this plane. Question mark. Um, they're, they're sorting shit out, and they're like, wow, like the day is saved. And then it cuts to a fire truck. Yeah. That is being... <laughs> Uh, ran by um, Cyrus and Swamp Thing, who we have not talked about yet. <laughs> we have not addressed Swamp Thing. Let's let's talk about it. But he seems like, like a great guy. I was like his <laughs> other crony. <laughs> um, he was the man that flo- flew the plane. He was right? flying the plane. Oh yeah, we skipped over that too because they're like, we need a pilot. Yeah, they gotta they gotta get rid of the pilot. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm a redneck. I can do anything. <laughs> I love the exchange with him and Dave Chappelle. Where he's like, you're the Swamp Thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know how to fly the plane? That's right. He's like, it's amazing what you white trash know. And he just starts laughing. He goes, that's right. A hundred fucking percent. It's great. Again, back, right, we're circling right back to Rednecks. Dave Chappelle's <laughs> got a bunch of like little great moments in this movie. He does. It's because, I mean, fucking J- Dave Chappelle. Like, what, hi. Yeah, I like when he's sitting on the girl at the airport and he's like, you're the prettiest thing I've seen in about five to ten. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because like, she's just like not. Co- she's into it. Yeah. She's like, like she's- not comprehending that he is. Like, yeah. clearly an inmate. I was like, she's going to fuck him in this hangar. I kind of wish she did. <laughs> Maybe that's a deleted scene somewhere. Um, anyways. In Dave Chappelle's private collection. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you it is. Um, so then Nick Cage's like, fuck, got to go chase that whole ass fire truck. <laughs> um, and, you know. I, I have, it's a pretty good car chase. Pretty good little action scene. It is a pretty good little. Him on the car ch- Yeah, him absolutely. Him on the fire truck in that tunnel. For sure. Do they have tunnels in Vegas? I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't driven around Vegas much. They have the Hoover Dam. <laughs> Actually, I, I, it's a little... I thought, I thought it was further away, but... And some there's some sort of weird uh, junkyard <laughs> near where they are. Right. Because he gets flung from the fire truck onto, like, a conveyor belt. Right. Like, I have a lot of questions. And I was like, what is going on here? geographically it's like something out of ninja turtles right because like i don't know which hotel that they like land in probably a shitty one yeah because like really again close to a junkyard <laughs> right and like so i'm like wait, like literally because i've been to vegas a few times like i'm like where on the strip are they yeah. like i have a lot of logistical questions here again like you've probably been more than anybody who was making this movie i would <laughs> except for <laughs> nick cage <laughs> i was gonna say the last time we saw him in vegas it was real bad for him <laughs> um but so i I've talked about it on the show before how, like, not a lot of stuff gets me, like, as far as, like, giving me, like, the heebie-jeebies. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, realistic-looking, like, things going through skin really gets me. Oh, when he gets the ankle. <laughs> when I tell you I gagged. <laughs> and gagged. all the way through his ankle, man. Yeah, no, literally, like, one of my last notes, I was like, through his fucking ankle! <laughs> um, Just jabs him real good. I was unwell. <laughs> Un-fucking-well. Like... Yeah, any realistic looking fucking anything going through someone's skin or, ugh, okay, um, and again more more kab- kabooms and all pew pews and all that. 
And I, I do got to say, so him being flung off into the conveyor belt and then having his head smash in was very poetic justice and kind of beautiful. But simultaneously, Nick Cage is like being flung off of that thing or he jumps off of it. Yeah. Um, and that landing he landed on, for, well, I mean, he stuck the fucker, but like, I feel like he landed real soft. <laughs> Cat-like. <laughs> I was like, yo, if you jumped off of a moving fire truck that was screaming down the highway... And, like, then, like, impaled something and you jumped off of it. Yeah. That's how you're going to land? <laughs> yes. Just like that. And I was like, no. Like, that. No. Absolutely not. He's practicing being Superman. He was practicing being Superman. Um, but, yeah. So, Cyrus has a, a, a beautiful death. <laughs> he gets his head smashed. Honestly. Like a rock crusher. Yeah. I guess it's a quarry and not a... Yeah, maybe not a junkyard, junkyard. perhaps. Um, but either way, I have yeah. a lot of questions. Some sort of bizarre... <laughs> With moving parts. Yeah. Like, where are they? Everything hurts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was a wild ride from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I told you it was wild. I didn't know what you meant. Because <laughs> um, wild can mean a lot of things. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, like literally from the beginning when he like shoved that man's nose further into his face... Um, up until the very end, my jaw did not leave the floor. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I had a few bloody fingernails afterwards, but that was fine. Um, it's a truly great film. It was. Um, so now we're leading into Face Off. Next week is Face Off, another great film, a truly bananas. <laughs> I have seen this one, so I'm excited to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Mr. John Woo. Yes. In an early American uh, piece of work. Um. Yeah. It keeps like saying like all these uh, fucking movies are on Disney Plus. I don't think so. I feel like Face Off would it not. It might be international Disney Plus. Oh, that would check. Um, but I'm pretty sure Face Face Off. I saw it on Amazon. I can't remember if it was free on Prime or not. Peacock, perhaps. Maybe according to the Google, maybe. If not, rent it. It's three bucks. Yeah. As with you will most not things. regret it. No, Face Off's a hoot and a half. Um, one of the most recent times I actually saw it because I've seen it two or three times. Mm-hmm. Um was at my favorite bar in the city, uh, the Emporium. Uh, it's has, like, all these, like, old-school arcade machines mm-hmm. and, yeah, like, been. foosball. Uh-huh. Huh? I've been. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I love – like, about half the time they show, like, movies, like, which is, like, no sound. Yeah. Um, the last time I was there, they were playing The Devil Wears Prada, <laughs> <laughs> which is, like, I feel like, like a weird one, but whatever. I love that movie, too. Um, Fair enough. But, yeah, what the, I saw a face-off there last year sometime. Nice. Um, yeah, I was, like – Sipping on my canned wine, <laughs> fucking watching face off and playing pinball. <laughs> All vibes. <laughs> um, anyways, we've been doing this for like two hours. Gotta go. Yep. Thank um, you for flying, Connor. <laughs> good. Bye. <laughs>